Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week, we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life, so you will stay fully connected to your dharma, or purpose. Now, here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candice McKinn. Hello, and welcome everyone to this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes show. I'm your host, intuitive business coach, Candice McKim, and I am super excited about today's show and especially about this topic. If it isn't fun, don't do it. You might be wondering, how is that possible? So do you believe that it's even possible to live in a world where if it isn't fun, don't do it? Whether you're doing your taxes, selling your programs or marketing with just a few subtle shifts in languaging and mindset, changing your perception that we're going to talk about today, uh, you'll be brought into a place of gratitude and abundance. So today I'm going to share how I've discovered when researching with uh, what inspires and motivates experts who love what they do. And also we're going to, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on how to love your life and build your business with joy. Hell yes to embracing the fun factor. As an intuitive business coach, I coach women to move away from feeling like it's hard and frustrating building a business and instead learn to follow your intuition intuition into a successful spiritually led business. I'm also a speaker and author, and I've been speaking about intuition ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, because sometimes we follow our, our intuition and sometimes we don't as well as I created the deck of Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. And my daughter, Chloe McKim, did the artwork for each of the cards. Here's one of them right there. And so uh, later in the show, I'm going to be drawing three cards for you to uh, embrace for the next week with, with combining it with this topic. If it isn't fun, don't do it. Uh, and if you are joining live on Inspired Choices Network, please Go to the chat room and put in the comments, body, mind, or spirit, and I will draw you a personal card at the uh, later in the show as well. And you can get it on the app as well. You can go to the Inspired Choices Network app, and you go into the middle button. It says Shows. You click it and then scroll down to Chat Room. You can click there, and you can go in that way as well. Also, before we move on, I want to invite you to dive even deeper into using your intuition in your life and your business. You can download my four-part video series, Realigning with Your Vision for Free. You just have to go to CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com, and uh, you just click on the link and then you can get the four videos. You can watch them one right after the other, and there's some questions to dive a little bit deeper into how to realign with your vision and inject your spiritual vision into your business. I think anybody can build a business, but when you put your spiritual vision into it, it's going to really grow and take off. And if you're listening live, as I said, go to the chat room and put in body, mind, or spirit, and I will uh, draw you a card later in the show. And at, soon after today's show, you'll be able to find 
Your Hell Yes show on over 250 platforms, radio, TV, and podcasts. So when you go and when you listen to it later, make sure that you rate the show, like it, follow, share, comment, I'll do all the things. It really can support me in uh, what I'm trying to do with uh, getting my messages out there and to reach more people. So that is really supportive and I would really appreciate that. Thank you so much. So let's get started. If it isn't fun, don't do it. I truly believe that we can live in a life where if it isn't fun, don't do it. And I'm not saying that I love every aspect of my life. Believe me, I don't. But we can work on reframing, changing our languaging, um, moving into a place of gratitude so that it just gives us a different perspective and different perception on it. And it's so interesting because I drew this morning, I drew the Arda Chandrasana card and the words underneath are perception and harmony. So sometimes when we shift our perception just ever so slightly, it creates more harmony in our life. And that's what we're talking about today. So whether it's doing your taxes, selling your programs, doing your marketing and selling, if it isn't fun, don't do it. But we know we have to do it for our businesses. So let's let's dive into this topic. Um, All righty. So I remember saying this to someone one time. I said, you know, I just just off the cuff, I said, you know, if it isn't fun, don't do it. And she just stopped and she looked at me. and She goes, well, that is not really possible, is it? And I thought, oh, isn't it? You know, I've heard other spiritual teachers talk about it. Wayne Dyer specifically, I remember him speaking on it. And I, so I thought I'm going to explore this more. It really triggered something into, in me that thought, can we, is it possible to actually live a life where if it isn't fun, don't do it. And I'm saying, hell yes, hell yes, it's possible that we meet. And I know you've met them too. You've met so many people who think life's hard, that there is no, there is no fun at all. Um, it's heavy, that life is a burden to carry around with you, or even that they're not fun. I, you know, I, I work with people that sometimes feel like they don't have any fun in their life, that it's just so confusing and life is just so uninspiring. And honestly, that breaks my heart. Right. Um, and I know we go through struggles and I know we've all gone through challenges and this is not about spiritually bypassing. This is really about taking a look at, at the situations and what part of our life, maybe we habitually think things aren't fun and we don't like doing them. Maybe taking a look and exploring things a little bit more. And it's really about taking responsibility of your life and creating a life that can be fun, that can have joy, that isn't doesn't feel like a burden and that it's dragging you down. So let's take a look at what activities that you have day to day that aren't fun. Maybe it's laundry. Maybe it's vacuuming, especially in this heat. I'm not loving doing laundry. Um, I don't love folding clothes. Uh, You know, I do it, (laughs) right? But it's not, it's not um, something I super love doing. Um, Vacuuming, right? I get hot, right? Getting the kids up in the morning or getting myself up in the morning. Um, Housework might not be fun for you. Cooking might not be fun. Buying groceries, making lunches. I made uh, all five people in our household lunches every single day, um, like every Monday through Friday for decades, right? And it became like this uh, assembly line and I would just have the mustard on top of the bread and doing it. doing yard work, you know, lawns in the summer, shoveling snow in the winter, driving kids to places, 
doing, going to work, your job, right? Last week, we spoke, we spoke about how many hours a day do you spend in suffering? How many hours a day um, are you in that place of not feeling good, right? Um, maybe it's recycling, all of these things. And, you know, dishes is one of the things that in our household, my husband, so when the kids were little, I started my yoga, I had my yoga studio. So I would work in the evenings, a couple evenings a week. And it, I remember coming home the first week and I'm like, I am not coming home to a dirty household. I am not coming home to dirty dishes and kitchen, not clean, right? That's not going to happen every week. Right. And so um, my husband just, it, he always made it so fun for the kids. You know, it was always just what we did. Uh, he would get, you know, like I would be gone two days a week. And so then the other weeks, days of the week I would there was there. And we just all came together. He would sit down at the sink and wash the dishes. A cup, you know, my youngest son would be doing the drying. I'd be putting the food away. The other, my oldest son would help me put the groceries away. My daughter would help dry as well and put the clean dishes away. And it was like this orchestra, right? And then my husband would get us singing songs and playing games and hearing about the day. And he made it so much fun that even to this day, even though all three kids are living elsewhere, when they come home, we still all get up and do the dishes together and maybe they're bringing partners with them. Now the partners tend to stand back and stand on the other side of the kitchen and just watch it. Right. Like uh, our oldest son's girlfriend, she'll take pictures of us because it's, it's like this orchestra that we have and she'll just sit back and watch us all perform what we normally do. Like we all have our different tasks. So this is the fun factor. We want to bring the fun factor into all of those things, doing laundry, vacuuming, cooking, groceries, making lunches. Like how can we make it fun and how can we bring some joy into our lives, into our lives? Um, you know, and you might be asking like, oh my God, really? Like, <laughs> you know, how can we make doing dishes fun? Yes. Hell yes, you can. Um, and then now going into our business, there's so many of us especially as solopreneurs, right? Entrepreneurs who often um, don't have a huge team that we're working alone. We tend to not like certain parts of our businesses. But the thing is, is that you might have to actually do some of these things to grow your business. You might have to do them or your business isn't going... It, take off and it can actually be holding you back. And I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that your business is holding you back because of uh, your fear or your not liking doing parts of your business. So number one, first and foremost is selling, right? A lot of us, it's a big one. A lot of us uh, don't like selling, right? Maybe it's a new program that you are launching or a product that you've created a service that you provide. Maybe you're a coach, energy worker, Reiki master, massage therapist, artist, photographer, jeweler, speaker, author, on, you know, and so on, right? We have to be able to sell. We have to be able to sell what our products and what we offer the world. And, you know, I talk so much about purpose and it really is our purpose to overcome these um, obstacles so that we can really show up in the world and, and live our purpose, right? And we especially don't like selling when we are the product, right? When I was uh, raising $20,000 for victims of sex trafficking in India, it seemed easy. 
I mean, I know I was so aligned and I was so on purpose and I had a team to help support me, um, but it was easy and it was fun, right? And I know it was part of it was because I was asking for money for such a great cause, right? It was to help young girls in India get out of this, out of sex, uh, being out of traffic, out of being a sex worker, right? And uh, to uh, get them uh, educated and back into living their own life, right? And so I knew it was such for such a good cause. So it seemed easier to sell because it was about that and not about me. So I understand though that um, selling for, and when you are the product, right? If you're a coach or your business, right? Then it feels like you're selling you know, it feels maybe ego gets into the way or that, um, yeah, that, yeah, that you're being, yeah, egotistical by putting yourself out there and showing pictures, but it's not really about you. I remember um, when I was doing the Global Save a Challenge and I had reached out to all my uh, students that had taken training with me and said, did anybody, would anybody be interested in being on my dream team and help support me in, um, in raising the $20,000. And so there were seven women that showed up and we would be discussing, we'd get together and, uh, you know, once a week or whatever, and discuss what we were going to do to do the fundraising. And I'd be like, Oh my God, this is going to be so much fun. I know this is going to be so much fun. And I remember one of the, the women that was helping and she said, Candace, you keep saying that <laughs> about every activity that we do, that this is going to be so much fun. And by just by saying that, makes it more fun for all of us. And I thought that's so true. It's just that little bit of languaging when you inject it with, oh my God, this is going to be so much fun, right? <laughs> Instead of it being, you know, a lot of work or putting ourselves out there, all of that, right? It's just changing that languaging, that just simple little thing. Um, also marketing is another area that a lot of us don't want to put energy into, or we don't like social media. Okay. I hear this all the time. All of my clients say, oh my Lord, I don't want to be on social media. And I know social media gets a bad rap and believe me, I need to take breaks from it as well. Like I, I have been taking a few breaks this last few weeks. I haven't been on there as much. Um, but the thing is, I want to tell you that when I started out as an entrepreneur, when I first had my yoga studio business or my yoga studio business, and even before that, I had a commercial cleaning business, I had to print off, uh, I had to write out on a piece of paper, make a poster, and we didn't have Canva then, we barely, I don't even think we had computers and printers at our household houses, right? I had to create a poster, and then write, and then cut out on the bottom little tabs with my phone number on them, say, you know, telling what, you know, commercial cleaning business, or this is when I had my yoga studio, yoga classes at this place at this time. And then um, I used to have to go to the grocery stores in the city and hang them up. And that's how I got people into my classes. And a lot of it was word of mouth, of course, as well. So can you imagine like, how many people in the grocery store looked at those bulletin boards? Mm, not nearly as many as sees my posts on social media. And I know with the algorithms, it's frustrating and it can get, get us down. But just think about how I used to have to do it when I first started. And now we get to just put a post on social media, tag some people, get some people to share it, share it to different platforms. You're reaching thousands and thousands of people. So I know social media gets a bad rap, but believe me, <laughs> you're, it's got its benefits for sure. 
All right, it's time to go for our first break of the show. When we return, we're going to discuss more on if it isn't fun, don't do it. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim, on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to keep talking a little bit more about what you don't like in your business and then how to shift the languaging and make it more fun. We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, intuitive business coach Candace McKim. And today we're talking about if it isn't fun, don't do it. And before we went to break, we were talking about the different areas of our business that we don't always love and that um, by not doing it is actually holding us back from our greatness and to share our uh, expertise to the world and to really make the impact and the income that we so desire. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that and how we can shift it and how we can shift our languaging into um, finding the fun factor in it. All right. Hell yes to that, right? Okay. So I was talking about social media and how I used to, when I first started business, I used to have to put up posters in the grocery stores, with the little tabs on the bottom with my phone number for people to, to book into my classes. And yes, I used to have to answer my phone and have a notebook and put everybody into the right classes. Um, Bookkeeping is another area of my business that um, I have not always loved. And I got a lot of mileage out of complaining about doing our books. At one time, uh, my husband had three businesses at once and I had my business. And so I did the book work for all of us. And I used to complain about that shit all the time. I, I got a lot of mileage out of complaining about it. In fact, it was just this week I got a reminder from my accountant. It's that time of the year again because our year end is it was just last month. So, you know, and I and it, I immediately had a physical reaction like, oh, shit, already again. But yes, you know, and so I do have a bookkeeper now and I do have um 
you know, but you still have to get stuff to the bookkeeper, right? <laughs> right. But I just did get a lot of mileage and complained about it a lot. And a lot of my friends felt very sympathetic for me. And I even had one coach telling me years ago, well, you need to hire, hire somebody to do that. And I remember talking to my accountant about it and he goes, but you're really good at it, Candace. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so I did another few more years and then we hired a bookkeeper. But, uh, you know, that's one of the things that just needs to get done. Invoicing. I hear this from clients a lot that they can't get around to invoicing their, their clients and their students. And, um, you know, now it's very automatic. My business is completely automatic with invoicing, but I can see that still as being something that uh, people want to avoid and not deal with, right? They don't want to ask for money and ask for payments. I mean, we all have a money story, right? And I do believe we need to explore that as well. We'll probably have an episode on here about our money story. And um, designing can be another area that people aren't, uh, don't really like doing and maybe aren't that good at. I know that it's not my expertise as well. And I hired uh, my communications assistant who does my graphics uh, about six years ago. And, um, you know, like I remember even my daughter because she did all the artwork for my Oracle cards and my book. And I remember when my book cover was in and my um, like the, the company that was getting my book out the uh, my publisher and all of their team had created a, a cover for my book and uh, she had um, she had uh, they had done up like a template or a like a a template of it right or a I don't know a I'm lost the word, right? Just a demo of it. And so I had it up on my computer and I said, oh, this is what they're thinking for the book cover and the car cover. And she was probably five feet away from me and walking towards the computer. And as she was walking towards the computer, she went, oh, oh, no, 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 no. And kind of went backwards, right? Because she knew instantly, right, that that was not the right book cover. So she's the one who created the, the book cover for my book and my cards. But, you know, so that might be not your expertise or you don't like doing it. So hiring that out, you know, finding someone else to do it. Writing copy. This is one of the things like, yes, I'm an author and I've written a book and created a deck of oracle cards, but I didn't realize how much writing is involved with having a business, especially nowadays with writing copy and sending out emails there. It really is a lot. We do spend a lot of time writing in our businesses. Um, video shooting videos is another big one. A lot of my clients get very nervous uh, speaking and shooting videos, which you know, it takes practice. It's not that you're going to get on and be good right away. The same as when you first start any area of even your business. When I became a yoga stu student or yoga teacher at first, right? Or yoga therapist, I wasn't that great at first, right? And I got better and better and better. And uh, the same with coaching, maybe coaching, you know, you're not good at the first little while, but you get better and better and better, right? It's the same with shooting videos. And it can really hold, hold us back in our business if we're not doing them if we're not putting ourselves out there. And um, so we've established that there are things in our life and our business that we just don't like doing, right? So how can we shift it into a perception, a new perception of, yes, we love doing it. Like it, it can be fun and we can make it uh, more enjoyable. The first thing is to start asking your, is the first step, I believe, is to ask yourself, do I really not like doing this? Or is it a habit that has been created over our life? When we think about dishes, for example, 
going back to the dishes example, um, maybe, you know, it was just a thing we didn't like when we were a kid, right? It was just somehow when we were a little kid, we were told we had to do the dishes and we like all of a sudden, oh, I don't like doing the dishes. And it just became a habit that grew and extended into our adult life. And this is the same with our public speaking. So to, going back to the videos, um, at the beginning, I didn't like doing them either. And my assistant would said, Candace, I really need you to get these videos. You know, I made these videos. And so even I had a meeting with her on Monday and I have a couple of new programs coming out in October. I'm super excited to tell you about them all. And, uh, um, and she said, oh, I, I'm going to need four videos from you. And she's like, I, I know you don't like doing the videos. But that was before, right? Six years ago, I was very nervous doing videos and I didn't really like doing them. Now I'm okay with it. And it's not, so I don't want to stay in that habit of going, oh, I don't like doing them just because it becomes a habit, right? Does that make sense that it's like, you just get into that loop of, oh, I'm not supposed to like doing this. So I don't like doing it. So really start with your, start with that. Is it, do I really not like doing it? Or has it become a habit of something that I've complained about for so long, right? The books I complained about so long, right? Do I really not like doing them? Or in truth, now I do like doing them because I get to see where our money's going, where money, you know, where the money's coming in from. I get to see, explore all of what's going on in our businesses. And I actually like to do that, though I, though it does change up my timeline, my schedule, right? Um, all right. So the first thing is just beginning to see if you can shift your perception just ever so slightly into going, you know what, I actually don't mind doing this. And you can think of it as an opportunity to become right. We, you know, it's an opportunity. It's not going to, it's going to take my business to that next level. It's going to help with uh, sustainability. It's going to help make things easier, whatever it is. Right. And essentially um, doing these things, in our businesses, it's not about us, right? And that's the thing, like, it's not really about me doing a video. It's really about the person that's gonna hear the video and get benefits from it, or the person that's gonna hear the video and then sign up for the program and it's gonna transform their life, right? So that's one of the first things is that as solopreneurs and businesswomen is that we get in our own way, Right. And um, that it's not about us. It's really about our clients and our students who really need what we're here to share with the world. All right. So let's carry on. So what is your idea of fun? Right. Let, let's explore this. What is your idea of fun? We all have different thoughts about what fun is. Um, Maybe your idea of fun is doing the laundry, right? Maybe you do love folding. Like Karen said, she said in her chat that she does love doing laundry. And um, I know I got more into it with Marie Kondo, right? Uh, I don't know if you know who she is. She's uh, an organizing guru, if you will. And she uh, says, does this spark joy? And it's about clearing out and cleaning out. And we really need to do, we do need to keep clearing out to make room for the new. And she will, she folds in a certain way and, and does her drawers in a certain way so that you can really see all of your clothes. And if it doesn't spark joy, then get rid of it, let it go. And, uh, you know, it, it just brings a different perception into it. I remember, um, Going back to the Global Save a Challenge when I was raising the money for victims of sex trafficking in India, and I had created that team, 
and we were working towards raising the money. And I, I remember saying to some, one of the other members of the team, I said, you know, I feel really badly that I, you know, we're all doing this work together. We're all in this together yet. I'm get I'm the one that's going to be able to go to India because as a result, when you raise the money, you got to go to India to see where the money was going and the organizations that it was going to, and to support the organizations even more on the ground from that, from there. And she stopped me and she said, I don't want to go and do that. <laughs> I don't want to go to India and go and do that, what you're doing. And I went, what, what, really? And she goes, no, I am fully here to support you. And I know it's a great cause and I want to be here and I want to support the cause as much as possible, but I do not want to go there and do that and what you're doing. And I'm like, okay, this is a totally different perception of it, right? That's not, wasn't fun for her. And then I talked to the team and yeah, they were like, no, we want to support you to do this. We don't really have any desire. I mean, some of them did and they did it later. Uh, but they didn't have any desire to do it at that, uh, at that point in time. So what is your idea of fun, right? Um, maybe your idea of fun is outdoor activities, sports, organizing your, your home, painting a room and renovating. Maybe your idea of fun is cleaning. I know, um, you know, there's this company, Go Clean Co. And they just exploded, their business exploded at the beginning of COVID that there were so many people watching their videos of cleaning and everybody was following her tips and tricks on cleaning and um, yeah, and got really into it, you know, and, and there can be so much joy in it, right? When you have that clean house afterwards, right? Oh man, I love that. I love walking uh, I walk down the stairs and I come right into my kitchen. I love that feeling of walking down the stairs and the kitchen is all clean, right? It's like, it's almost like it's glistening, right? There's like sparkles coming off of the taps, right? I love that. That brings me joy. So do I love cleaning? Maybe not, but it brings me joy to, to, to see it done. Listening to music brings people joy art, painting, dancing, yoga, all of those chores, all of the things that, that you might dread might be actually somebody's happy place, right? That actually might be somebody's where what they love to do. And so what you think people don't like isn't always what you don't like. It isn't always what you think, right? Um, and so, and changing the languaging can be, is key, is absolutely 100% key to bringing more joy and making it more fun for us in our lives. All right, it's time for our second break of the show. When we return, we're going to discuss this. We're going to talk about languaging and how we can shift our language into making things more fun. Uh, you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. 
wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an Oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at candicemckim.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm intuitive business coach Candice McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And today we're talking about if it isn't fun, don't do it. Before we went to break, I was talking about asking yourself, do I really not like doing this? Or is it a habit I've been, I've created over time? And now we're going to explore the languaging of it. But uh, I also want to remind you that I've been speaking about intuition ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, as well as since I created my Oracle Cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. So later in the show, I'm going to be drawing you three cards for you for the next week, as well as anybody who joins on live, put in the comments, body, mind, or spirit, and I will draw a card for you as well. I'm an intuitive business coach, and I coach women on the secrets to accessing your intuition to gain clarity, confidence, and self-love so you will live your purpose. I really believe that our soul is our, our intuition is our soul speaking to us, and when we can follow our intuition, then we are going to be living our true dharma and living our true purpose. And my simple and proven steps to following your intuition and your intuitive guidance will help you get laser clear on your purpose, on the next steps to achieving your purpose, as well as clearing out anything that is holding you back. There, uh, there's so much that goes on through mindset and through limiting beliefs that hold us back. And it's about tapping into your inner strength so that you can grow your business. I also want to offer you and give to you my realigning with your vision four-part video series. It is uh, four videos that you can get on my website, candicemckim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M, as well as you can get my book and cards there as well. And in the video series, you'll be able to really understand why sometimes your business slows down, that sometimes we feel like we're going into, um, um, I call it a meditative state, that our businesses kind of start to slow down and shift. And we think that we have to pivot and, and maybe do something different. But really what's happening is spirit is talking to you and working you through the next level into your next level of business. Then you're going to learn how on the video series, you'll learn how to connect to your intuition, trust your intuition, move through resistance that will come when you're following your intuitive guidance. And then you'll, you'll learn how to take inspired actions so that you can inject your business with your spiritual vision. Again, that's realigning with your vision. And it's my four part video series on my website. Okay, let's get back into languaging and talking about our how our languaging affects our, our joy and our happiness. And one of the very first things that I did when I first when my friend or that person I was talking to said that, 
you know, it's not really possible to live a life where if it isn't fun, don't do it. Um, when I really started taking a look at it and exploring it, I was thinking, okay, what don't I like doing? What, like, what do I, what is one of the things that I don't like doing? And one of the things was driving my kids around to all of their activities. And I would always say, okay, well, I have to do, have to take that kid to this place and that kid to that place. And I have to do that before then I, before then I go to my studio, right. And teach classes. And then I have to, you know, get my husband, you know, pick them up or get my husband to make sure he's there on time. Da, 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 right. And I hated all of that. Right. I was like, oh, I have to, I have to. Well, it was just this, it was just like I, I said with Arta Chandrasana, this half moon pose of just slightly shifting my perception. What I did is I changed the word have to, to get to. Simple, just a change of a word. And I thought, oh, I don't have to do it. I get to do it. It opened up so much for me. It changed the way, it changed so much for me. I immediately went into gratitude right? It takes you into a place of gratitude. Okay. I get to drive my children to their activities. Okay. First of all, I'm looking at, I'm thankful that I have a car, a vehicle to drive them. I'm thankful that I have children. I'm thankful that I have children that are capable of doing activities. I'm thankful that uh, we can afford to put in our, ch our children into activities. I'm grateful to have that time with them while I'm driving them. That's where you know, there was so much magic in conversations. And honestly, I just had to drive them there. I didn't have to, you know, I'd often I didn't, you know, I didn't have, I didn't stay or they were in their activities and you, they weren't allowed to watch or whatever. I didn't have to do the activity. It was just taking them there. Right. So it was just a little switch. And maybe I started saying I have to and not liking it when my boys were really little and taking them to the hockey rink and putting on their, all their hockey equipment and tying up their skates, all of that. Maybe it started then and then it carried on for years, right, of this feeling that I have to do all that. So what can you just shift in your life, right? So this languaging is just such a small, um, small, small shift that just changes your perception and brings you into a place of harmony, right? This word, this card, uh, half moon is perception and harmony. So when we can just look at things that are happening in our life, it can create more harmony. Let's bring this back into our businesses, right? What part of your business do you not love doing it, doing? And how can we shift it just ever so slightly into creating harmony for yourself and making it um, making it more fun for you. So going back to uh, social media posting, how can you make it more fun? You get to do social media, right? Instead of you have to do social media, you get to do it. Like I said, when I started being an entrepreneur, I had to put posters up in the grocery stores, right? Uh, and and um, or I got to put the grocery, I got to put the posters up into the grocery stores, which was a blessing, right? That they had those community boards and with the little numbers but my outreach was very, very small, right? Now you get to post on social media and reach thousands of people every day, twice a day, three times a day, you get to reach out to all those, those many people, right? And so it's just, a, just such a minor thing, but it's, it can be really, really impactful. And so I want you to just take a moment and fill in the blank, right? What do you have to do today? And how can you shift it to get to do? Um, another way of saying it is it's going to be a lot of fun and telling yourself, like I said, when I was doing that uh, fundraising, I said, this is going to be so much fun. This is going to be so much fun. And it was. And it's about embracing the fun factor. Um, I have a, 
um, a little bit of a statistic about children that how can we increase our laugh quota? Experts say children can, can or children laugh up to 300 to 400 times a day. But as adults, this frequently drops to 15 times a day. Let me say that again. Children typically laugh 300 to 400 times a day. And I know it's summer holidays and I hear the kids out there laughing and giggling and having lots of fun. But as adults, we only laugh about 15 times a day. And I bet sometimes it's even less. And it's medically proven that how good it is to laugh. I mean, uh, you know, they have laugh yoga, laughter yoga, and I've actually gone to it and I've actually taught it myself. But, you know, you know, just increasing our laugh quota is one of my first, not my first tip. My first tip is changing the languaging. My second tip is to start to laugh more. And so how we do that is if things are kind of funny, Sometimes we'll smile, sometimes we'll chuckle maybe, but I mean, really laugh, right? Really allow yourself to laugh. Other tricks I have are setting timers. All right, so there's three ways to do this. Setting a timer to do an activity. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go on social media. I set a timer because, right, we can get down that rabbit hole and I'll set a timer for 20 minutes. Or sometimes what I'll do is I'll do it off of social media. I'll, I'll write out what I'm going to say and I'll pick a photo and edit it and all of that off when I'm off of social media. So then when I get onto social media, I just um, put it in there and just add it, right? Instead of getting going down that rabbit hole. Then I can go down the rabbit hole, right? Um, so setting a timer for those activities, the same with writing. That's how I wrote my book is, um, setting a timer, um, doing activities. This is one of the tricks I did with my, our children when, uh, we were, when they were growing up is getting us to doing the housework, right? I would set the timer. I said, okay, you kids, we're going to come together and we're going to clean the main floor of the house for half an hour, 45 minutes. And everybody would get a, a task to do. And then they would choose the music. <laughs> not my kind of music. I'm not going to lie. It's not my kind of music. And I would set the timer for 45 minutes. And when the timer went off, wherever we were, we stopped and we were done. And I didn't drag it off. I didn't say, oh, you're not done. You have to do that. Or I didn't, I never micromanaged nothing. It was like when the timer went, the music went off, they got to be done and they got to go do their things. And the reason I did it that way is, um, because it, it instills trust, right? Then they trust you. All right, writing my book, setting a timer for 15 minute interview goals. I, um, I, I still do this with my business is I will set the timer 50, for 15 minutes. When the timer goes, I finish up what I'm just doing if I'm in the middle of a sentence and then I'll get up, walk around, shake it out, set the, reset the timer for 15 minutes and rewrite again. And that's how my book got written is that then I would come back and write for another 15 minutes because otherwise we can sit for too long, especially if you work like for me, I'm as a coach, as an intuitive business coach, I sit in my desk too long that I, 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 you know, I need to move my body. Another way to use a timer. And I have never done this before, um, but I've heard about it is um, setting a timer on how long the task takes. And then you realize it doesn't take that long. Like it really only takes four minutes to empty the dishwasher or three minutes, maybe not even three minutes, right? It really only takes however many minutes to uh, fold a load of laundry. It really only takes me this long to do a social media post, or maybe it takes way too long. And then how do you cut that down in time? Um, playing music raises your vibration and it makes things more fun. 
and um, you know, I used, you know, creating a nice atmosphere, setting the stage. I did that with our books. <laughs> That's how I did it is I would put on nice music. I would light candles. I would bring tea. I would do bring chocolate. I would go to Starbucks before I was doing books. I made my environment as nice as possible to encourage me to sit down and do our books. Um, and then reframing, reframing and just shifting your perception. Um, if I make this amount of money, I'll be able to spend it on this. If I make this amount of money, so going to your job allows you vacations and extras and allows you to do things. So reframing it and sharing it, um, like sharing it in a way that feels good. As I said, creating the sacred space. And as businesswomen, what, when you get the other stuff done, then you're going to be able to show up as the expert that you are right? Where does your expertise lie? It, it's here, it's here. So either you hire somebody to do some of the marketing to do uh, to assist you, maybe it's time to hire a team. As businesswomen, we, as solopreneurs, we start, we do it all. And it's a lot of us, it, it's what holds us back and that we really need to hire a team and hire people to, to help you with the selling and the marketing and the graphics and the copy and all of that. And just reminding yourself, if it isn't fun, let, you know, I'm not going to do it. So what isn't fun? How do I hire it out? How do I shift my perception? How do I reframe it so that I can make it more fun and make it more enjoyable and um, a real pleasure for you, especially for growing your business. Stop getting out of your way and really, really put your energy into uh, getting it done so that your business grows so that you can really help people and support the, your clients. All right. It's time for our next break of the show. When we return, I'm going to be drawing some Oracle cards for you. So if you're here, put the chat in the chat, body, mind, or spirit, and I'll draw you a card, but I'm going to be drawing three cards for all of us. You are listening to find your hell yes with myself intuitive business coach, Candace McKim on inspired choices network. We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an Oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And today we're talking about if it isn't fun, don't do it. And so before we're going to we were going to break, we were talking about how to reframe it, change your languaging. All of these shifts and perception can create more fun in your life and make all of your daily tasks in your life and business a lot more fun. And again, I want to invite you to download my 
free four-part video series, Realigning with Your Vision. vision. You go to CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. And it's right on the very front screen. You click it, and then you'll get the four parts of the videos uh, that can really help you to connect with your intuition and to connect with inspired action and taking inspired action, knowing when to take inspired action, as well as injecting your spiritual vision and your purpose into your business. So I am going to draw you some cards right now. I'm using my deck, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle, Oracle Cards, as well as my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice. And those are both also available on my website, CandiceMcKim.com. Okay, so I want to draw three cards for each of you not for each of you, for uh, for each of body, mind, or spirit. A lot of oracle cards, um, you draw three cards and they represent past, present, future. But my intention is to represent body, mind, spirit because it brings it all into the present and they are all um, yoga, about yoga and yoga philosophies. Okay, so I'm going to just take three off the top. So for body, it's sound. Mind is drishti, focus. And uh, body, mind, and spirit is Pratyahara, sense withdrawal. All right. So my first look, when I look at these, they're very high vibration cards. They're, they're number 52, 51, and 46. So body card. So we're going to combine the card, the, uh, the uh, body card, as well as what the card is, which is chanting and sound with, if it isn't fun, don't do it. And how do we bring it all together? All right. So the words on here are ohm and vibration. So what's happening here is um, as we combine it with, um, if it isn't fun, don't do it. I, what I'm picking up here is that we do need to share, you know, with the world, our messages. And if you're building your business, it is important for you to do the videos. It is important for you to do, go on social media and it is important for you to do the marketing and, to sell and to um, to get your to get your clients, and even if those are the things that that you don't find fun, I, I'm really picking up that it's so important right now to put your energy into it and to find your voice. Right, your voice is needed so that we can hear, so that whoever needs to hear what your message is, that you are actually sharing it with them, and so physically. It's finding your voice. So if you are a solopreneur and you're listening right now, I want you to, to the second the show is over, go and do a video, do a live video on social media and tell people what you're all about. Share your message, share what you have to say and tell people that you're accepting clients or that you have this business and that you're, you know, that you're taking new patients or clients or students or whatever your business is and do that right now, right, right after the show. All right, that's what I'm picking up for body. Mind is drishti, focal point. And this is about vision, about gaze. This is really where to put your energy. Again, this is maybe you need to hire a team. Maybe you need, we can't do it all our own, right? We need support. You need to collaborate with people. You need to um, have people that are there to support you. So I have an assistant. I have um, a tech person that does my website. And then I have a marketing team. And, you know, together they all support me in growing my business. 
And so this card is asking you to put your vision on what it is that you want. And as you're doing it, making sure that it's fun. This is going to be fun doing this. I'm going to enjoy every aspect of it. I know I can grow my business and with ease and grace and joy and fun. All right. Reminding yourself that and telling yourself uh, that every single day that this is going to be fun and it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be, you know, um, it doesn't have to be frustrating. All right. So that's body, mind. And then the spirit card is number 46, Pratyahara sense withdrawal, quiet and silence. So, and this is spirit card. And um, so this card is, what am I? Uh, let me read this one because it's number 46. So let me just go into my book. Oh, I was right there. Okay. Pradya hair is the first stage of meditation and the fifth sutra of Patanjali Yoga Sutras. Pradya Hera is translated as sense withdrawal. It is important for us to all take time to be by ourselves every day with no outside distractions. Are you always on? Are you able to be alone? Can you unplug? This card is telling you that it is time for silence. Be quiet. Get, get, being quiet gives us a chance to become aware of what is going on in our minds. Pratyahara is reminding you of the importance of being with yourself, omitting sensory overload and unplugging from worldly demands so that you can check in with yourself, remove all out external stimuli, television, music, TV, computer, and lights, close your eyes and spend some time in silence. And the affirmation is spirit guide me so I can be of service in the world. And yeah, spirit guide me so I can be of service in the world. So this card is, is, following what uh, spirit is telling you and then making it yours and bringing in your own uniqueness and your own fun factor into it. Hell yes to that. I say hell yes to that. Alrighty. So uh, I'm just going to grab my cards and I wanted to draw a card for Karen, who is on the show uh, for mind altar we're getting really high vibration cards this is the the highest one and it's sacred space and ritual so even creating even creating sacred space making it fun right finding the play connecting to your inner child this card is really i feel is about is about that is about um you know as i was saying like making it fun uh having your altar on your desk setting a timer on how long you're going to work and then getting up and dancing and moving your body and making it fun and enjoyable and then bringing it back so that you're focusing on what you want to create, but having that sacred space and thinking of it as, as your sacred space of that's around you. Um, so really just, again, just a really quick recap of if it isn't fun, don't do it. Reframe the situation. Um, what's the benefit of your business for your students and your clients all right thank, thank you, you for so listening much for to the find your today. hell yes show yes. candace mckim returns wednesday at 11 a.m eastern 10 a.m central 9 a.m mountain 8 a.m pacific on inspired choices network until then courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses because remember your intuition is your soul speaking to you